I wonder if I could do a deep fake of Brooks Moore's voice like they did for Joe Rogan or whatever. They deep faked Joe Rogan's voice? They did for Joe Rogan, Obama, for anyone that's like had a lot of voice stuff out. They have really accurate. I've heard it for Jordan Peterson. Um, I'm sure Brooks Moore has enough audio out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's probably it. said every word in the English language by this point. You don't need that many. You don't need every word. You need every phoneme. And that takes no. you talking for like, I think what I've heard is it takes you talking for like 45 minutes. So you guys could be deep faked. Oh, pretty no. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you guys only say like a few different words, I feel like. You're not saying like so many phonemes. Yeah. I don't have a very big vocabulary. I guess uh, the words that I probably don't want people to deep, deep fake me saying would be, would be like... Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, no, I almost walked right into that. <laughs> that was really close. Uh, <laughs> um, but as long as I don't say the phonemes that would be in those words. Like, um. Yeah. Uh, wait, no. <laughs> say them. Say them. <laughs> say them really. You could say them quietly. If you, well, yeah, if you say them in like a silly voice, right? Then somebody can't take that and like That's... splice it into the rest. You know, you're like your normal it would yeah. obviously be fake that could backfire on me though it'll just sound like i'm like really happy to say these bad things it's mainly i i shouldn't mention any of the races because i think people would be able to twist me into saying races bad things about I the thought, races i thought the worst thing you could imagine i, I was imagining the phonemes being like ah he how it is right and now they have that of me how 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 it's made it's time to find out. See the factories. Look at them go. Products galore. Let's start the show. Positively charged food material. A worker carefully inspects himself. Shout out to Henry Ford. Automatic electric carbon. Adjustable chocolate concoction. Flexographic glass batteries. Heat resistant inflatable machine. Hey everybody, welcome to How It's Made podcast, unlocking the mysteries of manufacturing. From basketballs to throttle bodies, we tackle the techno babble. Fuck, I, can't, I thought <laughs> I could memorize it. Why did you think that you could do it without While looking at the answering the question of how it's made, I'm Tucker. I'm Scott. And in the studio tonight, we have a special guest, <clears throat> Rachel. Yeah, good to be here again. It's I'm really a thrill to be back. It's, it's a pleasure it's a to have you. Thrill to have you again. Yep. Um, not only second time guest, but back to back. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are, yeah, you're, and, you're and on we're a, standing a back to back is, now. Yes, exactly. We're all, the three of us are standing back to back doing like the, you know, the finger guns thing. Charlie's angels. <laughs> Char- yeah. yeah. That's, that's, yes, that is, that is it. I think we, we do kind of run the risk. Um, I mean, the concept of the podcast is that we bring on all of our closest friends to be the, the special guest each episode. And now I'm starting to realize that, uh, you know, so far we've had two guests and we've already had to double dip into one of them. <laughs> and uh, I think very to, quickly. <laughs> are you worried that this is going to like... It's going to out us as not having any friends. Well, it's, it's you know... It's, but one of our friends is a girl and that is huge. That counts yeah, as I'm, two, but I'm, that's still not much. For all the listeners, I'm extremely hot. So that should count <laughs> as, you know, several, several even girlfriends. So not, not you know, not girlfriends, but, you know. Right. We would never bring a girlfriend on the pod. No, well, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that that would be a little uncouth. 
It'd be inappropriate. Yeah. It'd be like bringing your, yeah, your girlfriend into work. You don't want her to meet Bring your, your girlfriend to work day. <laughs> that would be an awesome day. <laughs> uh, I feel like that could backfire. <laughs> There'd be a lot of like switching going on, I think. What do you mean? Switching of, of girlfriends? Like people, you're switching people with your coworkers? People, yeah. Like girlfriends would go in and they'd find your boss cuter than you. And your boss's like girlfriend would find you cuter than your boss. You got, okay. You would swing. So you just swap the gr- girlfriends? Swap. They, we, it makes it sound like a, like a trade. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I would trade as in the girlfriend is mine. I'm saying she would want to switch. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And you were assuming before that that she didn't already want to. I thought she liked me. Hmm. Why would you? Why? I assume every girlfriend wants to switch with someone. And speaking from experience, uh-huh. every boyfriend probably wants the same. Yes. Wait, how? Wait, you, cut how that out. That <laughs> <laughs> so, in your experience, yeah, just cut out the part where I said in my experience. <laughs> Say well, in books that I've read. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> That's fine. I don't have many ex-girlfriends. One in general, and two who would listen to this podcast. I guarantee all of the girls that you have been with will listen to this podcast like out together. Of like this weird hate thing. <laughs> what weird hate thing? All yeah, the girls that Scott's dated hate love him. Hate but that was before him. we started the relationship. It's not. It's not like I do something bad and then it ends with them hate loving me. I think they hate love me before. Exactly. Yeah. And it just and then, stays the same. Well, no, it gets more intense. But they already started out hating me before. Interesting. That seems fine. Um, yeah, it's awesome. it's, you know, I don't ha- have a choice. Yeah, it could be kind of like, yeah, it could be, I could see, I could see the appeal of that. You know, it's like, it makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a fun little curse that ruins your life. <laughs> Should we get into the first product? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, oh, I think we should do uh, the poem. Okay. All right. Stop calling it the poem. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It is a poem. Toilet. Toi- no, not that we don't. We do the episode before, right? I think that we should <laughs> stop doing that. Okay. Uh, let's just say this episode, and then we'll do it. So right. this episode was great. It was um, hearing, hearing aids. aids. Oh man, not tires. Three D puzzles. Three D puzzles. Rubber mats and toilets. Toilets. So, so going backwards, it's toilets, toilets rubber, rubber mats, 3D puzzles, puzzles hearing, hearing aids, aids, beer, beer, um, contact lens. No, <laughs> I Helico- know this okay, one, but beer, I'm not. Gonna say helicopters, helicopters, acrylic, acrylic bathtubs, bath uh, toothpicks, fluorescent lights, lights pantyhose, contact lenses, lenses, compact discs. No contact lenses. Um, no, mozzarella cheese, mozzarella cheese. compact Damn discs, it. compact discs, bread. When is contact lenses? Contact, contact lenses, lenses snowboys, aluminum snow foil. foil. Wow, that was really bad. So we need to practice. We were we were flowing on some of them. Some of them, yeah. I just get excited for the contact lens part. Yeah, you were really jumping the gun on that. Yeah, the compact disc and the contact lenses being so close to each other makes it difficult. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was a this is a fun ep episode four season one. Yeah, so we started out with hearing aids. Um, this intro was pretty sweet. I thought. When you stop and listen to all the sounds around you, you suddenly realize how easy it is to take your hearing for granted. If you ever develop a hearing disorder, you'll undoubtedly feel the loss. Thankfully, though, hearing aids are tinier and more effective than ever before. Um, loss of hearing causes a serious handicap, but happily, it can be remedied thanks to hearing aids. I like how they, this, it seems like this is one of the few times that they kind of touch on like a dark subject 
but i think they really do it tastefully where they say you know happily thankfully yeah um, they always keep like an, uh, an optimistic outlook exactly uh, even though there's you know suffering in the world mm-hmm. it's a nice uh, worldview and how it's made has yeah this one was definitely this is similar to contact lenses that we've seen before but definitely hearing loss so far that you need hearing aids is much more of a burden, I think, on someone that ju- than them just needing contact lenses. So they didn't really have to do that with contact lenses. Yeah. I, I feel like, honestly, if I had the choice, I probably would rather probably rather go deaf than go blind. Yeah. And I know that I, you know, I'm, I'm a musician. I love, love music. I love sounds. Mm-hmm. And I love you know, hearing people and talking to people. You undoubtedly have feel a loss. Right. But I think it would be really, really, really tough to not be able to see anything. One time my grandpa, my grandpa has hearing aids and it used to be a thing on family trips when we were eating dinner, uh, all of us, that uh, he would like go around all the grandkids and he would let us wear his hearing aids. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's really, could you hear like really good? Oh, then? yeah. Really? It's really cool. Well, like what could you hear? Just everything is lifted up oh, wow. in a little weird way. Um, it doesn't hurt your ears. Like, yeah, I would think it might be like, oh, it's too loud now. It's not too loud. It's everything is just refined. So you hear a lot of like, if you're in a dining room, you hear a lot of, uh, plates clinking and silverware stuff. Yeah. 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 A lot stronger. It sounds like when you put on glasses, like, and everything just gets sharper. Yes. That's the coolest feeling in the world. Yeah. You get to like see the leaves on the tree. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool. My, my grandpa got hearing aids, but refused to wear them. And the few times that he would wear them, we realized that he would be able to hear my grandma yelling at him. And then he realized that my grandma was yelling at him the whole time. Oh, he was man. like, oh, I don't want these hearing aids in. So he took them out. That's very funny. Lived in, in silence. Well, I guess it's sad. It's not that funny, but. No, it could be funny if you twist it the right way. Do you think they make hearing aids that make things quieter? If like you, everything is you know, you have a hearing problem where everything is too loud. Do you think that exists? I don't know. Probably. Earmuffs. Oh, yeah. But or earplugs. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Yep. Do you think they make, <laughs> okay, thank like, you. ASMR what? hearing aids where you can, like, hear everything becomes, like, ASMR to you? That's everything probably what you were like experiencing when you put on your grandpa's um, hearing aids. No, I really like ASMR, but it was not... It did not give me ASMR, no. But I'm sure the technology, especially by now, exists where it could turn any sound that you hear into ASMR. Yeah, hopefully someday, (laughs) if not right now. I think it's already here. What do you mean you think it's already here? It's 2020, (laughs) baby. (laughs) No. All technologies exist by this point. Now it's just a matter of, you know, allocating it to the right spot. That would be cool. I guess it's a similar thing to like magic berries, which I've been thinking about a lot recently, hmm. but uh, for magic berries for your ears. Where it turns like bad sounds into good sounds. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. How would you turn like the sound of a truck outside into like an ASMR sound? Listen, I don't know how magic berries lets you eat mustard and it tastes amazingly sweet, but it does. Hmm. Yeah. I, I got a blueprint, but I think it would have to be like a neurological thing. Where like, you know, it it wouldn't be working with whatever like the ear receptors are. It would just be in your brain where you kind of cross whatever wires are in there so that when you hear like a garbage truck backing up, it gives you like the pleasure that you get when you hear like a good song. 
Mm. Like chills. Yeah. I think that could be used for great evil. It could, but also for great, you know. Tingly. Yeah, great fun. Great tingles. (laughs) So this segment started really cool because you saw a consumer. And I don't think we've seen a consumer of the product yet in the show. That's true. Yeah. Pretty cool. You saw a guy getting tested, his hearing tested to become a a hearing aid customer. And then they, they like take a cast of your ear. I didn't realize they were so, this is like silly. I should have known this. I should have known. Yeah. Because all ears are different. Like, what was that? All All ears are different. Yeah. Who knew? I thought they were kind of the same. I mean, I know they're sort Mm -hmm. of different, but yeah, they, they're like putting goop in his ear to make a cast of, you know, an individualized hearing aid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My grandpas aren't like that. They're just little tubes that go in your ear and the big part folds over the back of your ear like glasses. Oh, I've seen those. I think. yeah, Yeah. Those are like more modern. These are, definitely older really um, i would have guessed the other way because like those sound bulkier it's bulkier but it's uh less noticeable huh. right yeah you can't really it's a clear tube that goes from over your ear just into your ear canal rather than when you look at someone that has hearing aids it's just like a weird it looks like their skin is like yeah they got a wart over mm-hmm. in their ear there was a kid that I rode the bus with in elementary school, and he didn't have an ear. What? It was just he, like a hole? No, it wasn't a hole. It was um, just not there. It was just like, um, it was, it, it didn't even have the outside shape. It was just, it was as if, it was just not It there. was just like flat and smooth? It was flat and smooth. <laughs> there was no opening at all. No. Was there like hair over it? That'd be no, cool. no. That'd be really cool. It was, I mean, it was not that weird, but it was, um, it sounds, you know, and forgive me, I don't know this guy, but it sounds really hideously deformed and grotesque. And his name was Malcolm. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I, you don't want to put his name in obviously, but he was Lydia's brother. Okay. And Lydia was dating Ryan in elementary school and they would make out on the bus all the time. In elementary school? Yeah. Were they like doing making out like old? the right like were they did they did they just like think they were making out or were they fully making out? Yeah, tell us how they did it. Fully. <laughs> so what was the technique uh, exactly? <laughs> it was insane. It was full <laughs> making out tongue insanity. Were they like feeling each other up? Hey, what grade was this? Fifth? Fifth grade. Fifth yeah. grade. That uh, rocks. Yep. Uh, was the bus driver mad about it? Ed didn't mind at all. Really? Ooh. Somehow, uh, maybe it kind of encouraged it because there was a thing where the last back three seats on either side of the bus, that was the fifth grade area. Ooh. And only fifth graders were allowed to sit back there. Of course. And that was where, yeah, a lot of the macking out happened. <laughs> it was very bizarre. Very weird. Yeah, that sounds awful. I was, I would always, and I was like Ryan's friend. And so he was always encouraging me like... It'd be a thing where like, oh, this friend group's going to the movies and we're all going to go with our girlfriends. <laughs> and I like had a girlfriend in quotes, but like <laughs> didn't do anything. And uh, yeah, fuck. Uh, yeah, it was, it was weird. It was really weird. That sounds horrible. I never went to the movies with them. Uh, but yeah. yeah, well, God knows if they were doing that on the bus, God knows what was happening at the movies. Yeah, put them in a dark room. Yeah, I've heard it was like, 
I was like, how long do you make out? He's like, the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is insane. To have that libido at, in fifth grade, that's insane. I mean, that makes sense to me. Oh, okay. Girls have that libido in fifth grade. Yeah, normal girls have that. All right. Well, this is turn. <laughs> this is taking a turn, and I would say that I don't approve. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, I can't. No, I, that, that would be awful. I want to watch the movie. Well, going back to the, uh, the hearing aid guy, <laughs> um, I will say the thought crossed my mind that he was maybe an actor, and that he was a, no. he was a fake. He wasn't actually deaf. Maybe he was like a a PA or something that they made sit in the chair. But he I do old. I do he was old. Yeah, but they could. There are old actors. Yeah, he didn't really have the vibe of an actor, which I guess is the actor's creed that they're not supposed <laughs> to look like actors. So he's a really good actor. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I guess I have, I have faith in how it's made that they wouldn't do that. I don't care if they did do that. That's fine. Well, you know, they're showing shame. the process. It's just sick that he got a free hearing aid out of it. Yeah. Then. Well. Do you think how it's made covered his uh, hearing aid? Well, they made it. We watched them make it. Unless yeah, they were showing been making a different one. Yeah. They're probably making. You're it. underestimating the trickery of showbiz. I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But at least he got a free mold of his ear. Yeah, that's, that's a cool fine. thing to you have. You can do yeah. a lot with that. So they take the mold and they. Dip it in wax. Not really sure why. Make it resemble the ear that it's going to be in. Yes. But there was a part where they just, you know, dip it in this like kind of liquid thing. And that really didn't seem that's, to have any that's effect. That's the wax, I think. Yeah, but that had no effect on the final product. Yeah, I don't get I didn't, I didn't understand that. it. Anyway, then they put it in a, an acrylic thing and they, they make a hard... Because um, that's how you make molds. You make the, the reverse of it when it's in the ear. So you have like a chunk... That is the, yeah, you fucking get it. I don't know why I'm. They've all that. made molds before. <laughs> it's a two-step process. Anyway, then they make the mold and then they pour in the skin-colored stuff in it. That hardens. They pull that out and then they trim that up, clean it up, and that part was really gross because. So this is the little skin-colored piece of plastic that's in your ear that's holding all the computer parts for the hearing aid and it was really close-up shots of these hands that were the nastiest hands i've seen and how it's made really bad fingernails yeah well they had this like finger polish on it or nail polish on it it was like chalky and gross and like it was like the precise color of the the implants like the hearing implants that was was, also the worst part because they were cutting it with a diamond saw and it was all the fingers around and the little thing that goes into your ear looks a lot like a yep. finger. So it looked like they, they were just taking a saw to one of their fingers that I guess, you know, didn't bleed, but it, it was very yeah, unnerving. It was dis- yeah. Disconcerting. Yeah. Unsettling. Um, and by far the, the closest, the closest shot that we've ever seen in house made, at least as far as I rem- remember. Very you could like see the like dirt on their fingers and like yeah. the grooves in their finger. Prints. Yeah, there were like ch- chips in her nail polish. Yeah, or his. Yeah, good. That's that's true. Come on, that I won't. Ju- I won't make a judgment about. Um. So again, this goes back to do they do they behave differently when the cameras are rolling? Because you would think if they say the housemaid people are coming tomorrow, put on you know, your make sure your hands are washed and have no dirt and <laughs> under the fingernails. Mm-hmm. You would think the technician would put on like nice nail polish yep yeah, looking at my fingers i would absolutely hate for them to be on camera that would be awful yeah but if you had you know even 
three hours notice, you'd be able to clean them up. Sure, but no, you're because my nails are a mess. Yeah, nails are hard to do anything about if they're like short. Yeah, like you're not gonna grow your nails out and. The the problem I had, well, these nails were really long. Yes. One, they were, you know, I'm actually super surprised that she's long. like allowed to have those nails, like doing that job. Hmm. Like I feel like a lot of like manual, like you know, delicate manual work. You're like supposed to keep your nails short. They weren't super long. They weren't like you know, 1960s secretary long. Like, no, they they, they, they like were two like two inches. You know, they weren't like awesome. Jeffrey Star like no no no. Things. That would be really cool though. <laughs> uh, yeah, Freddy Krueger. Well, kind of nails. Where they like curl up because they're so long. Oh, no. For yeah. yeah. Like the, the old man who lives in like Pakistan or something. With <laughs> yeah. the, long, the world's longest nails. That's like really heavy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy rocks. They should do a house made for him. That'd be great. I wonder if he has to eat a special diet. Probably. To yeah. grow his nails long? I don't know. They just grow on their own. You have to keep them strong. Yeah, you know when you get like the little white things in your fingernails. Yeah, that's supposed to be like you're sick when that part of the nail is being made in the like at the bottom of the nail. <gasps> really? It's supposed to be. You can kind of look back and see. Oh, I was I was sick. I have you know, none. Three months I'm ago. So healthy. Yeah, no. Yeah, same same with me. Wait, I do healthy. have one. No, I have one. Huh? But it would be cool to kind of go look at that guy's fingernails and look at his his whole life story. See how many times he was sick. And then uh, yeah, so the computers are added to the little peach skin colored piece of plastic and then they uh it's basically done it's just a bunch of computers and a piece of plastic and yeah. that's what a hearing aid is it's all very small it's a lot of small stuff a lot of close-up shots it was sort of hard to tell what the scale was actually they'd be like this is how small the pieces are but then it's just a shot of the pieces and like the end of some pliers so it's like not yeah it's not clear actually what the scale is yeah, that's fine. This is a small complaint with what I, what I would say was overall a good a good segment. Yep. Yeah, this wasn't this wasn't bad. There were some gross parts because you know it looked like a like flesh, mm-hmm. and that wasn't fun. And of course, the fingernails, which we uh, dedicated a lot of time to. Yeah. So I'd rate it a six <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> we should okay. Hmm. Should we go back and rate all of them? Yeah, well, we need a rating system. I really like that. Maybe uh. You should at least pick the best one from each episode, I feel like. Yeah. Well, usually it's it's self-evident. <laughs> You're right. That's true. Yeah. Rating well, system is a good idea. Maybe. Um, like. <laughs> three uh, hows. Or five it's. Six maids. Six maids. Um, no, it's fucking stupid. Huh. No, I thought it was smart. Two hammers. That's fun. We could do like pounds of, of goo. <laughs> Six pounds of goo. Yeah, it could be different for each one, I guess. Six out of ten pounds of goo. Yeah. I can't think of any other ways to do it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not our fault. We haven't seen that many episodes yeah, of how it's made. we'll learn. If you, uh, if you have an idea of an, uh, a, a rating system... Feel free to tweet at the podcast at How It's Made Pod, and maybe you'll get that rating system <laughs> featured on the show. 
and the best rating system or the worst rating system this tweeted in uh, will get a surprise visit from (laughs) From one of the hosts. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, everyone's free to send us their address whenever they want. (laughs) And we'll come up. You don't have to do anything else other than that. We'll figure We'll come up with with something cool to do. (laughs) Maybe we'll go there. Maybe we'll send someone else there. Maybe we'll send something. Man, it's going to be so great when we have, you know, a bunch of fans. Yeah. That you can, can just send stuff trick to. Trick them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Manipulate them. Yes. A little army. An army of housemaid heads. That would be awesome. Hopefully, you got nerds. Yeah. That can figure out different contraptions, different things. Yeah. yeah. We can bully them. Great. Yeah, you little freaks. Yeah. You little freaks, you like it. <laughs> you like in reference to the show. <laughs> Which they hopefully do, because it's for you guys. Yeah. But let's be real. <laughs> um, so the next segment was uh, 3D puzzles. Um, I, gotta, I was... Oh, go ahead. I got to admit, I don't know how it's made. No. I don't know how <laughs> it's made. Not at all. And this one you would think would be so simple. <laughs> yeah. But really did not make any sense whatsoever. I thought it was just going to be a 3D printer, but maybe this technology uh, like they've had yeah. no that's right yeah th- th- it was not it was not a 3d printer if anything they used a 2d printer to make the 3d puzzle yeah which is why there were so many steps right i guess you can't do how it's made if about something if there's not enough steps steps though do you want to read the thing yeah i can um what was i gonna say yeah, yeah oh well the, the toothpicks one barely had any steps is we bring the logs in, we put them in the machine, we put them in a different machine, they become toothpicks. No, you're summarizing. There were more steps. Yeah, but they really, you know, squeezed it out to fill however long, five minutes. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, anyway, Brooks says, remember spending lazy afternoons putting together simple 60-piece jigsaw puzzles? Wow, that is... <laughs> That is so puny. <laughs> oh, yeah. 60? Last night, we just the three of us finished a 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. 60 is nothing. It was it was an ordeal. That's embarrassing. That's that a baby's puzzle. Thinks that's normal, yeah. <laughs> so, even a baby also, could do that. spending a lazy afternoon doing a 60-piece yeah, puzzle is even wilder. They, yeah. a, a hectic five minutes, <laughs> and you're done with the whole that's thing. That's a six-by-five puzzle. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, Brooks. Oh, Brooks. That is... 20 of those pieces are edge pieces. <laughs> he probably just didn't want to alienate the dumb fans. <laughs> I guess so. Well, okay. Then he says, uh, well, yeah, we'll put that image out of your mind because today's sophisticated puzzles can have 1,500 3D pieces that go up, down, and even sideways. Are you up for the challenge? Uh, and then he says, flat puzzles are well known by everyone, but 3D puzzles present a different challenge. I will say this really, really made me want to make a 3D puzzle. Me too. I was wondering if you guys were thinking yes or no, but I was thinking a strong I, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, as as I've established to you guys, I'm like a puzzle fiend in a you really dangerous, like, that. you know, yeah. sad, scary way <laughs> where if you put a puzzle in front of me, I just go nuts and that's the only thing I can think about. Yeah. Last night you were puzzle. like in so much pain. You, your legs yeah. were just, you know, not holding up well, but you couldn't stop doing the puzzle. Yeah. I was sitting on the floor and doing it, you know, writhing in pain. Uh, but yeah, I could not pull myself away from it to, you know, stretch my legs for two seconds. Um, it made me want to do Legos. Well, don't I, even Legos get me started on Legos. <laughs> I fucking love Legos. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, you've, you've seen my childhood bedroom. It is just full of Legos, yes. even to this day. There's Legos everywhere, up and down. That's funny. That was, that was my thing back, back in the day. Legos are kind of similar to a 3D puzzle, right? They're like stuff that yeah. turns into 3D stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, these 3D puzzles seem like kind of the worst possible way to make 3D puzzles, where it's just like paper that you kind of fit together. Mm-hmm. Legos, you know, you're building stuff and... It's an actual structure and it's heavy. Yeah. Mm. You know, it doesn't, it's not fragile. Like you can like take a thing like you make a Legos. I'm like, yeah, you know, I play with that, it. Play with it. Oh yeah. Okay. Then play with it. Okay. Yeah. I guess I go play with it. My mom started doing Legos. Really? Like recently. Yeah. It's like an, a, she, a trend that like, you know, adult like Lego sets. Does that she do awesome. the adult ones? Like the ones that are like the monuments and. No, no, no. She, she I think she's done a few Harry Potter themed ones. Okay. That's so good. Like. I, I think yeah they're you know age at like you know age not six to six hundred and sixty or right, right. nine example. to ninety nine <laughs> yeah nine. but nine even seems too old like well yeah. anyway they're they're all ages yeah I I think that is extremely dumb that they made it's like an architectural series that the Lego people do they're uh, classy they are very classy they're cla- and they come in like a very classy box but I think that's dumb I think there's no shame in putting together like a Lego Star Wars or like a Johnny Thunder Lego set. Ninjago. Ninjago. Bionicles. Those are cool. Bionicles are great. You seem kind of flustered, Rachel. You can't no, keep well, up I with just, all the uh, Lego. I know, I, you know, as you might imagine, I these are boy toys and I haven't, I don't know what they are. <laughs> Never heard of these. Mm, My Bionicle, you know, what? I don't know what that is. How about Polly Pockets? Yeah, you that would that? be your equivalent. Like a Lego Polly Pocket set? No, just a Polly Pocket. Yeah, just a Polly Pocket. I, like, yeah, Polly I didn't. Pocket. I liked Lincoln Logs. That's oh, I love those of, too. Oh my yeah, god, <laughs> those are amazing. Would, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, boys have to put together their dolls. We build our our bionicles. That's how you guys like, can rotate the three D objects later on. Is that you've you've practiced like rotating? Yes, that's true. Yeah, I can perfectly rotate any bionicle I want in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We've, that makes me think that I should start making dolls for girls since yeah, girls we, can't make their own dolls. Sure. Well, so I would be able to build <laughs> them to a service. <laughs> yeah. I could come up with some cool dolls. That'd be really nice. What, what's your best idea for a doll? Mm, I'm imagining, uh, it's basically a bionicle, but it's like pink and it has eyelashes <laughs> and lipstick. Yeah. That sounds sick. Actually. Yeah, I could build that really easily. You, you started sewing dolls. No, no, no. And I'm really glad that you brought that up because I never did that. <laughs> uh, but one of our close friends, uh, Kurt, <laughs> went into a phase. Oh, right. It's Kurt. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Where, you know, in quarantine, all of us, uh, you know, get inspiration for different hobbies that we can do. We try new things. Um, a lot so of people do. podcasts. Yeah. Podcasting, cooking, um, baking, painting, yeah. baking. Yeah. Um, doll making. They're all the same. There's nothing weird about one versus the other ones, <laughs> especially if like a grown man is, is, is making dolls. Like, Bridgewater. Yeah. <laughs> Sewing dolls. It's just, I feel like the obvious thing to sew would be masks right now. Anyway, I don't need to, it's like not fair because he's not here to defend himself for no, me to go off right on. now is dolls for girls. They yeah. don't have, the factories are shut down. Not They're social distant. They're not uh, essential workers and so Scott and I will create dolls for girls Bionicle dolls just do- the dolls that we know how to make you know 
a Ninjago set where the Ninjago um, layer is uh, a salon. Yeah. And just and you, just because it's 2020 and we are progressive, we would still make dolls for boys. It's just that they would come disassembled and the boys would be expected <laughs> to put them together. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of setting them back a little bit. Do you uh, see this? Do you see what we're doing? Setting the boys back? Yes. The girls will have a head start at playing, so they will get better at playing quicker. This is yeah, kind no, of but, but it's is the same thing. Like, this is not equality. This is equity. You know, I take it back. I'm not going to double down on that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone can have my disassembled dolls and can put them together. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I, I really don't understand how these 3D puzzles are made. Um, it's uh, They have a bunch of different sheets of paper, and then they're cut with some sort of blade. Um, and then they get separated and put into a box. Um, there, there was one cool machine, uh, which they called a guillotine. Um, oh yeah. That and they kind of cool. pumped the different, uh, the sheets of the puzzle pieces into the, the guillotine. Um, and it's, it's not the guillotine that you're thinking of. It's not a conventional guillotine. It's just another basic cutting machine, mm-hmm. but they called it a guillotine, which was cool. Yeah, it was fun. Gave a little, uh, wink to a little something else yeah. maybe maybe Execution. someone watching goes huh guillotine huh class struggle yeah yeah i should do that the french revolution french revolution something and then they they may go on to learn about the french revolution should we move on to the next product um yeah why don't we all right um, rubber mats rubber mats um this one he says ever wonder what happens to the millions of used tires we throw out every year No. (laughs) Well, you'll be relieved (laughs) to know that burning tires is a thing of the past. That's great. Today's tires are often given new life as rubber mats. Some are even big enough to cover whole arenas. Now that's recycling. Uh, So one more sentence. Yeah, there is one more sentence. (laughs) Used tires are a real source of pollution. This pile represents about 100,000 of them. At any rate, these tires will have a second life. They'll be recycled to make rubber mats. And th- this is a very cool shot where they, they start with like a, a beautiful pasture, like all this green uh, rolling hills and these like sheep and cows and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pasture animals. And then they pan to the right and there's this whole big stack of gross, like muddy tires. Yeah. Um, and they say, these are the pollution of the world. Very, very. Uh, it makes you think. Stark contrast and makes you think about the animals that are hurt by our pollution, which are cows. Right. And. <laughs> Sheep. Because they have to live, you know, about half a mile away from a the big tire pile, pile of tires. Yeah. Yeah. And if that if they'd burned that, then they would have gotten all sorts of tire fumes yeah. in them. Yeah. I don't like that idea that burning tires is a thing. That, burning tires is fun. It's cool. Yeah. You would. You would. It happens during riots, like uh, in movies mm. at least, when, you know, you know something's really bad going on because a burning tire is rolling down oh, yeah. the street. Yeah, sort of like a, yeah. Iconic. It's Iconic. a bad omen. It's a bad omen, but it it is a beautiful image to see it's in the, the tumbleweed. The tumbleweed of like, yeah, civic unrest. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. Yeah, I, I will say that this shot of the, the rolling hills was probably the only interesting thing about this entire segment for me. Um and would really love to know what happened behind the scenes of that. If I liked the the next part, which was the big shredder wheels, that that was that was cool. That was scary. Yeah, it mm. was. You can't help but think 
you know, you want to see those guy the shredder wheels. You can't. Yeah, right. Help but think like those would chew you up so good and easy. Yeah. There's not a lot of machines that you can imagine going, getting sucked into. Oh, but yeah. when a machine on how it's made does present itself to be a kind of machine that you could yourself fit in, it is, there's something satisfying about it and also kind of scary. Yeah. And it's awesome. And this was definitely one of them. Tires all get chewed up into little chunks, get chewed up into more little chunks. Then they... They get separated into the different kinds of chunks. Yep. Which I didn't know the tires were made of different kinds of chunks. They got metal in them, so they used a magnet to pull. That was actually also cool. I like this one. I think, yeah, I think you're forgetting all the cool parts. Yeah. It's not that it was bad. It was just that one shot of the, the like, you know, pasture. Sure. It was yeah. so beautiful. Look right. like the, that PC background. Right, it, it exactly. It totally looks exactly. like the default, like, yeah. Yeah, but little windows. did we know, right out of out of frame, is a big uh, tire pile. Yeah, on the on the windows background, yeah, just by the you icons. Over. Is, yeah. yeah. It's a nice. tire pile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they magnet out all the, and it looks like, um, what's that, what's that, like, kid's toy called where... Fuzzy guy. Yeah, fuzzy guy, fuzzy no, guy. That's not his name. But he's a fuzzy guy. <laughs> he's a he fuzzy, fuzzy guy. guy. And that's a descriptive stuff thing. All over the his hell are you talking about? His, yeah. And there's well, a girl version too. There is. I think I've seen a girl version. That sounds funny and wacky. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. It's like a, it's a, it's a clear, it's a, it's a face on like sort of a painted on like clear plastic and under it, there's all these like little fuzzy bits uh fuzzy look i mean i assume they're not really fuzzy but like metal bits and you have like a, a little stylus with the metal with a magnetic thing at the end and so you you can draw on it right you can draw like a mustache or a beard yeah. or yeah 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 eyebrows. you'd love it yeah yeah that does like that does sound like something i would love mm-hmm. yeah you can make them look funny you can make them look mm-hmm. serious angry happy fur- furries <laughs> i mean you can't really change his facial expression you can only change the different kind of hair that he has yeah it's a basic basic toy i would say for children and they also like shake out, they vibrate out all the, oh no, that's later, I guess. They, But they they, sh- they get rid of all the, there's like fibers in tires and they get rid of that. And then they put the little, the, the tiniest little pieces of tire rubber into onto big sheets and then they become rubber mats. Hmm. I'm trying to think of all the rubber mats that I've seen in my life and I'm coming up short. I can't think of a single one. In cars on the floor of cars yeah Those are rubber right. mats. you can get rubber mats that you have on the floor of your like your truck made of tires i'm assuming they would be made of tires yeah well that's good recycling and covering an entire arena yeah i've never seen an arena covered <laughs> by a rubber the mat the whole time to picture like what arena is covered with rubber mats it's all has grass it's all the fake grass right yeah well, but I, in those yeah. in the grass in the turf astroturf <gasps> there's the little pebbles right. of, i forgot of about rubber. the pebbles so those rubber. must be recycled tires hmm. those have been tied to they I, I think they're trying not to use those anymore maybe they still use them and people are just still really mad about them they have found that goalies soccer goalies have a much more prevalence of like lung cancer <gasps> oh my god or like lung things. Yeah. Because goalies are like jumping and like hitting the ground a lot more. And so a lot of that stuff comes up and then they aspirate it. Holy shit. And it's really bad for you. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Jeez, yeah. Have they come up with an alternative I don't know. substance to use? I don't know. Yeah. It seems like a 
Mm. Does it really count as recycling if like you take the old tires and then you recycle them into something that like also is very bad for people? <laughs> that will be thrown away. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And I guess it just prolongs the process. I mean, as long as you can recycle a thing. I mean, most recycling's fake. Yeah. I yeah. I always tell my parents that to make them sad. Not to make them okay. Why would you do that to your I parents? just I just tell them that to <laughs> I don't like when they're optimistic about, you know, political stuff or the environment or, oh, we should recycle. It doesn't matter. Don't recycle. I mean, do recycle. I'm not saying that to your fans. Got to get rid of all of this. <laughs> I don't know how it's made has taught me that recycling happens more than I thought it did. Yeah. We saw the bottles in the last one. Yeah, that's true. We Which you guys tires hated. You guys also one. thought that one shouldn't happen. Yeah, it's a, they shouldn't be doing it, but it's nice to see that they are doing it. <laughs> Maybe they could use crushed up bottles on fields. Yeah, right. That probably wouldn't give you lung cancer. People would just have to stop playing sports. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that might be Cut it. to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is AstroTurf that much better than just regular grass? Dirt isn't giving anyone lung cancer. Right? I don't know why. I mean... It's probably just easier to take care of and like tougher. You can't like, I mean, grass is going to get stripped away in a, a single yeah. game season. of, yeah, season, right, season. It seems out of the spirit of the game. To to not have grass? Yeah. What what part of the spirit of the game is like nature focused? That, all sports to me. Are about nature? Seem like they should, yeah, be about nature. Nothing artificial about them, no. Performance enhancing <laughs> elements. Mm-hmm. That's always been my philosophy on sports. Sports should include more uh, different kinds of arenas, kind of like in like Pokemon. Oh, where yeah, like, yeah. You do a Pokemon battle in like a forest place or like an ocean place where there should be a different kind. Like, you know, if you play a football team that's in san francisco they got big redwoods in the middle of the yeah the football sick. field that'd and you have sick. to like use those in a certain way and and uh you know if you go to play a football game in the north pole it's frozen yeah and so you have to you can like slide around during mm -hmm. your ba during your not battle. your battles yes <laughs> we call and them then battles all games are called battles and you have animals that and there's are one in the sky Ooh, oh wow like a cloud themed one yeah it's yeah ideally it would take place on the clouds but i know that clouds are made of water and so mm. you would fall through them but you, you know. have to swim in them yeah yeah oh it's it's the same as the underwater mm -hmm. level i mean uh arena <laughs> well, you can't you can't get arena you can't really get through that it's a it's battle it's pokemon battle. Right. it's not called a level i guess you just want to play pokemon no it should I'm be a, a sport they should be what? It should be a sport. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, that's how uh, rubber mats are made. Yeah, this segment really didn't that do it sucked. for me. Half of it is I'm not interested in knowing how rubber mats are made at all. <laughs> yeah, sorry about this whole segment, guys. Not a good yeah. one. No, it's just you would think that they would make them more interesting. <laughs> they would choose more interesting stuff that I want to know how it's made. Yeah. They're sure. already on the fourth episode. They shouldn't be, you know, checking out at this point. And then the final segment was toilets. Great. This one was was very good. They always yeah. save the best for last, as we know. Um, and the narrator says, uh, "We tend not to put much. Sorry, we tend not to put much thought into this humblest of household appliances, as long as it keeps doing what it was built to do. 
But like most of the machines we've invented to do our dirty work, we may take it for granted. But it's next to impossible to imagine life without the toilet. That's definitely true. I, it really made, made, made me think. Sure, yeah. About how I take toilets for granted. There was also, this one also had a long, uh, I mean, a, like a history section. Yeah. They, they brought out a little uh, animated segment. So uh, the history of toilets is, the first public restrooms appeared in ancient Rome when the emperor Vespasian built latrines. Such public urinals became widely known as Vespasians by 1840. <laughs> wow, that's, you know, millennia later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in 1775, the invention of a water flush system created toilets somewhat resembling today's convenience. Uh, the valve and siphon were added in 1784. Pretty productive decade for toilets. Uh, and the septic tank in uh, 1896. A toilet is an everyday object whose fabrication requires several days of work. It involves assembling several molds <laughs> called tools. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, it's amazing that i mean scott picked up on this during the episode but that the guy that invented toilets that his name became associated with toilets for you know hundreds and hundreds of years yeah like a thousand what it was ancient rome ancient rome up until you know the 19th century 1840 yeah yeah it sucks but i guess it's cool i guess if you're you're passionate about toilets then you probably like that like I Maybe. can't imagine what kind of freak is passionate about toilets. I mean, I you know, the way that they say we take it for granted now. I'm sure back in the day when they were still like shitting in the woods, they took that for granted too. They were like, yeah, there's no way to improve on this model. <laughs> it's where you poop. Yeah. Well, no, they didn't shit in the woods. They just shit in the street. That I could see getting annoyed. You shit in the street. <laughs> or you'd shit in a, a, a bowl and then you'd dump it out of your window. Yeah. And it lands street. on a guy's head. Yeah. <laughs> And he's already having a bad day. Yeah, I would. I I wish they'd explained like what the what's it called the despacito. <laughs> the despac- despacito. It's the despacito. Uh, like they didn't explain at all. Like what it. They were just like he invented it. Oh, the and then they Vespasian. It, yeah, yeah. Like it, and the, the the drawing that they did did just look like a little pot that you poop in. So maybe that is what he invented. He just pooped. In a guy. He got credit for inventing a. Like a pot already exists. He, he he existed. He like he got credit for like you guys. We should poop in these. It takes a really freaky mind to look at a pot and be like, <laughs> yeah, we, I know what we can use this for. <laughs> There's a yeah, really this thing that holds food. I've got a great idea. <laughs> I wonder if there was like a kind of a Tesla inventor at the same time as Vespasian, kind of another emperor maybe from uh, <laughs> uh, maybe Greece or somewhere where he actually came up with a better way to poop in a pot. Yeah. And um, just was doing it on his own. Didn't tell anyone about it. Didn't make a big stink yeah. about it. Yeah. But then he didn't go down in history. No, no. And he was like, Amadeus. He's, he was like tortured by, you know, the, the rival, his rival's success. Yeah. So we need to find him and we need to call toilets. His name. <laughs> <laughs> that probably is what he would have wanted. Freak. There's a really good part in uh, in the Motorcycle Diaries, Che Guevara, where he's in like some farmer's house uh, and he gets diarrhea and he thinks about, uh, where should I, do, <laughs> what should I do with this? And he sees there's a chamber pot under the bed and he's like, no, I'm like staying in this guy's house. So it'd be rude to, you know, do diarrhea in his chamber pot. Um, so I'll just shit out the window. <laughs> and so he climbs up and is like in the middle of the night and he 
diary is out the window um and then goes back to sleep and then when he wakes up he looks out the window <laughs> the next morning and he shat all over these like mangoes or something like oh no. the farmers were like you know Ugh. baking these mangoes or something out in the outside of the house nice. and he shat all over them and then he uh I believe uh, he and his buddy then just left immediately. <laughs> yeah. What else could you possibly do? You would have to just sneak out a window and leave. that's like, that's yeah. Damn. That's worse than shitting in a chamber pot. Okay. Show show pitch that is you know sort of Seinfeldian, like just classic like sitcom with antics, but right. it's based on Che Guevara. <laughs> well, that's what the motorcycle diaries was the movie. Oh, it was a movie. It was, I, I, well, sorry, it was, it was his right. diaries, and then it became a movie. Uh, and I haven't seen the movie, but I assume it's like two like Nebuchadnezzar Jews who are like, oh, and the <laughs> the shellfish were just they gave me gas. Where am I gonna shit? <laughs> oh, James, do it out the window and go back to sleep. <laughs> but they would have been speaking Spanish, of course. Yeah, yeah. And they're dating a girl, and but she really likes when I shit out the window. <laughs> they're like, but you can't do that, Jay. And then um, don't you hate it when someone yeah, makes the, a big diarrhea in your chamber pot? Yeah. Or the next morning, like they go downstairs and the girlfriend is like, "Good morning, honey," and she turns around and like that she's just been served a big plate of mango, uh, and they're like, yes. "Ah, no, honey, yeah, and, yeah, uh, just don't." Why? That'd definitely be what it yeah. was. That's what happened. <laughs> right. in, in real life, because it's all based on real life. That's yeah. What happened, yeah. You still thinking about the show? Yeah, I'm thinking like, well, then what would happen was like uh, their boss would be there and he would eat the mangoes and he'd be like, these taste different than any mangoes I've ever had before. Like, I really like these. And then Che and uh, what's his little friend's name? Oh, I forget. I should know. But they'd be like, I got to shit on the mangoes again. You know, his friend would be the Kramer. Uh, no, his friend would be George. Right. Right. Because he's Jerry. Yeah. And then what was I going to do? I'm not going to diarrhea in his chamber pot. Uh, who would be maybe like Castro could be Kramer. This is way before Castro. Well, yeah, but no, it doesn't matter with the show. Well, no, Castro would be part of the sequel where Jerry goes to a different country and gets kind of embroiled in their revolution. That's cool. <laughs> I like that. I guess that's what Curb Your Enthusiasm is. There you go. As, as a very, very dumb person once aptly said, Curb Your Enthusiasm is sort of the modern-day Seinfeld for Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> who said who that? Said that? <laughs> bleep it out, but who You can bleep it? it out, but it was <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking idiot. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's, he's not wrong. <laughs> wow. He's got a point. How would you think that? <laughs> I was surprised that <laughs> the modern basically what we know is the modern toilet existed by what like 1896 i assumed that came around in like you know the 1920s but it was like, awesome that it was a throne right or was that way before actually that, that one that was before but it was in, that was like, that like was, medieval times yeah that was in like the 1700s right that's still like right. more recent than i or no sorry earlier than i would have imagined i just thought they were you know using chamber pots and outhouses until like you know, turn of the 20th century. Right. It's a pretty important thing. Yeah. Well, clearly it's not that important. For thousands of years, they just sat in the streets. And just now we've come up with the squatty potty. Remember yeah. that? <laughs> Remember how funny that thing was? Real I think that's snuggy of the poop industry. No, I think that's good. I think that's an important technology. It's more natural. I'm rolling my eyes. I'm, I'm sure on the whole, our lives are not that much better because we have toilets. 
Someone proved me wrong. <laughs> Good take, I think. You should you should double down on that. Okay, I will. <laughs> so don't use toilets. Use a little pot in your room. And sometimes poop out the window. No, yeah, you're okay. saying you want to do that. And I'm that not going to change the way I live because I'm caught up in this, you know, society that makes me do that. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Seems like seems like you love toilets more than anyone here. How could you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I just went on a big tirade against <laughs> toilets. So this was a cool production process, I'll say, and it, it really was not intuitive to me. I would think that toilets were more made by factories, but this one it seemed like over the span of like a week multiple people like built them out of like ceramic and like yeah they're handcrafted yeah <clears throat> you would really think that uh yeah i i was very surprised that toilets are handcrafted in that way yeah so the way that they're made is basically a toilet is a bunch of pieces that are um put together you know the big bowl that you poop into and then the back part that holds the water and then the under part. There's a lot of, there's like seven pieces, I think they said. Those are all molded and then they're put together. And then um, that, when they're put together, the shape of that, very interesting, is like wet clay. It's like very flexible, kind of weird. Um, and then those are painted while they're still kind of wet and flimsy and then baked and that makes them hard and it kind of shrinks them a little bit and you got toilet. your toilet yeah that's yeah. how a toilet is made there was one really cool part of the factory where uh there was you know the bottom part of the toilet was on this one conveyor belt below the guy and then up above him and out of frame you couldn't see anything but he was just pulling down the top part of the toilet and attaching it to the bottom part like they were chandeliers almost yeah and you couldn't see them so he was just pulling them from nowhere and, yeah you know you, every time he reached up there, you weren't sure if he was going <laughs> to grab one, but he would move to the right and pull one down and put he, it on. He got one. The next one. It was awesome. Um, and by the time they got to that point in the segment, uh, you know, as as is the norm at this point, I was completely lost and had no idea what <laughs> what the process was leading up to that. Um, so I, that really took me out of it. I was I was very surprised. It was great, and uh, the factory workers. Are you going to say they looked like toilets? No, they did they not. They did, though. They <laughs> kind of did. They looked like plumbers. It. Yeah. <laughs> they all looked like plumbers, which is interesting. They all kind of had a... a... Butt crack. Well, they were all wearing shorts. Yeah, that, that was, was very, very funny. All covered in, like, clay and, and stuff. Covered in clay. Weird hair. Yeah, a lot of male pattern baldness yeah. in this factory. Um, And, uh, yeah, the shorts was awesome. It was like they were... Uh, Who's like a classic shorts wearer? Like Dora the Explorer. <laughs> That's the first shorts wearer I can think of. Yeah, she did a lot for shorts. Like little British boys. <laughs> <laughs> there there must have been a reason why. Well, I was. it's probably really hot in there. Didn't they say they cook the toilets at like... 2,000 Yeah, degrees. like some insane temperature. Yeah, There's no way it's... That, that doesn't like leak out into the factory. Yeah. Damn. Damn. I really hope by now they figured out a way to not make those plumbers do that. And that they just have a fully automated toilet factory where the robots make it. That's not like a good thing. Automation isn't like, oh, we. Ah, I just hope that those workers don't have to do that anymore. Like they need, you know, they should have the jobs. Do you think they used to be plumbers or they want to be plumbers? Oh, that's do you think they're climbing the like ranks. They were so fed up with the plumbing issues that they were like, I got to go to the source <laughs> and make a better <laughs> toilet. 
or do you think they're working their way up and once they get good enough time, yeah. knowing how the toilet is made, then they can fix the toilet. It, you probably do have to make a few toilets before you can become, you know, a competent plumber to know how it works. Mm-hmm. And you got to learn how to get your butt crack out there. The classic plumber thing. Yeah, that's a whole chapter in the textbook. You know, if a housewife tries to seduce you, how to respectfully decline <laughs> or to respectfully engage if, if you'd like to. The butt crack thing is so puzzling because <laughs> it could not have happened that many times. <laughs> everyone, when they see like a plumber showing their butt crack, everyone who's seen a plumber before is like, oh yeah, that is what it happens. <laughs> that is like a classic thing that plumbers do. It must've just been one time. There was one plumber who showed his butt crack and the guy, you know, the client was probably really loud. Yeah. I told you, and just you told guys everyone. are not going to believe. <laughs> yeah. He's so embarrassed. Yeah. Too. And then that just became associated with plumbers forever. I remember a flash game that maybe it was a early like eye touch app. It was like you uh, were flicking <laughs> the whole game was you were flicking nickels into a plumber's butt. Crack. I think I remember oh this. Oh my God. I definitely played that. And it would like move side to side, right? He was like, he was like shaking his butt, I think a yeah. little bit. And he would like, when you got it in, he'd be like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's that's fun for a plumber when you're done with the job, you go home and you kind of fish out all the coins. <laughs> it's like, like tips. That, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Awesome to have the plumbers uh, big butts and big cracks. Um, but no, I, I, this to me seems like the best argument for a universal basic income. <laughs> Make the toilets do this. The plumbers can be artisanal plumbers if they want. Uh, instead of making toilets and if they don't then they can you know learn guitar and get paid to you know have the government pay the rent yeah you're an idealist scott i don't think that's ever gonna happen well the first step would be we need to learn to not take toilets for granted and not break them yeah and when you want a new toilet give it to someone else so we don't have to make any new ones Mm -hmm. yeah recycle recycle your toilets don't do too big of a poop and break the toilet. Some, there's sometimes you don't have a choice. You always have the choice to stick the butt out the window. So if you think a big poop true. is coming on, yeah. you know hover what to do. your little little uh, keister over some mangoes. Yeah, dear God, don't aim for the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have a segment on this one. Uh, it's called um, Audience Reviews. And we are reading... Uh, Google reviews of the show, how it's made. And these are all the one star reviews. Oh, oh no. And this is the whole show? Like as a, as a whole? Yes. Wow. Yes. So this is from Alan Hopper. Great series with some dumb script writers who mentioned the M sport car program and others, what the car costs in dollars and the driver's speed in kilo- kilometers when speeding through the UK countryside in a sports car made here in the UK. Okay. Give this guy a break. He's clearly crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Does not speak English. Overall good program, but make your mind up. If it's Europe or the American market or British viewers, you are trying to present the series to that get rid of the script writers and stick to Euro sterling and miles per hour. Very annoying presentation. <laughs> that wait, so what warranted one star for him was that it's some of it is 
European and some of it is... Well, you have to remember that this is a crazy man. (laughs) (laughs) There's clearly one of those, like, you know, angry internet guys who saw an episode once, probably, in passing. They they were at, like, their nephew's house or something. Yeah. Saw the TV show and, you know, made up some kind of (laughs) angry theory about it in their head. And like, I don't need to let other people know about this. But they also, you know, were probably hit in the head as a kid, and so they can't really speak English correctly. So they, <laughs> the theory didn't really come out the way they wanted it to come. I think he's British too because he he says he spells program with an e on the end. Oh, yeah. British people do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like MME. Yeah, yeah, that's a British. Ugh. Maybe it's Canadian too because the show is Canadian, right? They must shoot in. Yeah, but the that's Canadian true. narrator is very different. But yeah, I don't. know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, that is a problem I have with the show because I feel like a lot of it is clearly geared towards Canadian audiences, but they're not like, you know, dumbing it down for Americans yeah, <laughs> like me. So I'm, I'm lost a lot of the time. Are there more reviews? Yeah. One stars. This is Marsha Herrick. This is four months ago. Can't watch. The music ruins it. <laughs> Makes me nervous. Would be great show. Otherwise <laughs> hate the music. Mm. <laughs> That's the whole review. Yep. <laughs> that was more cogent than the last one. Yeah. yeah just, I could, I could understand her argument. <laughs> pretty well i would agree i think i mean thank god she hadn't heard the music from the first season because that is really just abysmal um but if she was watching the later seasons i think the music is fine is competent i'd love to know what kind of music she listens to yeah it would be kind of cool though if the only like the soundtrack they just let the soundtrack be like the sounds in the factory like i bet the factories have some cool sounds but you never like hear them again i don't think there's any it is not fruitful to question the show's methods because <laughs> it's proven itself as being the ideal show. It's uh, it's been fucking okay, you're right, you're right. 33 yeah. seasons now. It's something so. like that. And the model has not changed at all. At all. So I, I, I think the music is you're a good right, thing. Right. But sure I, I do think that. if probably if they were to make that show today with, you know, modern audiences and trends and culture, they probably would do, I think what you're saying with no background music, just the sounds of the factory uh, it's just kind of like fly on the wall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Filmmaking. I feel like that'd be cool. You know, have some of the ASMR stuff. That'd you hear nice. like the, yeah, totally. the saw going. You ready for another one? Yeah. This one is from Sean Simmons. It brings up old shows that was two years ago. <laughs> uh, well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see. Maybe the one-star reviews are not the best. Let's see uh, if, we, if there's any two-star reviews. That'd be really weird. Yeah. Three stars. I think you have to be really insane to make a three-star review <laughs> yeah, for three a show stars. like this. Okay, these ones are pretty good. <laughs> it means you put a lot of thought into the, <laughs> the really star. You pros and cons. Yeah. This is uh, some of the three-star reviews. Madeline Navarro says, I haven't watched this TV show yet. But it looks really interesting and fun to watch. Ooh, woo. <laughs> and, and she gave it three stars. She gave it three stars. And she gave us a little ooh, woo at the end. Ooh, woo as in spelled like I fucking hate that. <laughs> yeah. you, shouldn't, you shouldn't even go out on a limb and try to rate a show if you haven't even seen it at all. What, what, is that, what good is that doing yeah. for anyone? <laughs> no, it's, a really it's not good for the show. It's not good for, you know, prospective watchers. Look at her. Like uh, that. Her profile picture on Google is... Uh, an ape with lipstick on. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that looks okay. like something from Star Wars. I like that. Really weird. All right. I'm done. Yep. Uh, okay, I'm done too. 
<laughs> I guess I'll be done also. You don't have to if you don't want to. Yeah, I'll keep going for a few hours. <laughs> Just, you guys can leave. Uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Have a good week. See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, have, have a good week. <laughs> See you tomorrow.